Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I am Alex, and with me today, I have two very special guests. We'll start off with Gojo. Hello. And Ryan. Hello. Today, we are talking about Final Fantasy VII Remake in a spoilery capacity. So if you have not finished the game, maybe go pause this and go finish it and then come back. Because it's going to be open season, not only on the remake, but also on the original. Um, there's probably not a big reason to go past the first, uh, not first disc, not go past the Midgar section of the first, uh, game. Um, but you know, just, just in case everything's open season. So if you don't want to know anything, you're playing through the original right now. Yeah. 23 year old spoiler warning. here. Yes. yes, There's probably going to be some spoilers from before some of you were born. I'm sure. (laughs) Yes. So true. (laughs) Um, but yeah, did you know the Titanic thing? <laughs> <laughs> it's basically actual history now. The story of Final you know, Fantasy. No, absolutely. Um, but anyway, Final Fantasy VII remake came out towards the end of March, kind of. Thanks, coronavirus. But uh, Ryan and I got to talk to talk about it on the main episode. Gojo, can you give us some kind of quick impressions about your thoughts on the game? How you felt about it overall? Whether you liked it, whether you hated it, what was good, what was bad? Yeah, absolutely. Um. So I, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I'll start with what I thought of the original. Sure. Uh, it's, um, it was in my like top 10 list of games forever. Um, I, I loved it. It's one of the, ga- it's the game that uh, tricked me into thinking I was a Final Fantasy fan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, I say tricked because I started with 10. Uh, that was the first Final Fantasy I played and it's a masterpiece. It's my favorite. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, and then I, picked up seven and same deal it's uh it's incredible um and then every one i played after that um i kind of told myself that i liked them mm. and then i would replay them later and i'm like no this i don't like this at all <laughs> uh i replayed the eight remake uh not the, the eight remaster yeah. on switch i played that that game is a fucking mess that game um, is not as good that, it's that not, good. not good nine is the, um, my favorite but besides nine i i couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in nine. <laughs> I played it once and I don't remember anything. I've still never uh, played nine. The nine only character I, I liked in that or remember to this day is Vivi. Yeah. He was cool. Um, 12, I played like three hours uh, and I'm like, I hate this. I don't want to play this anymore. Uh, and at some point I'm like, you know what? I actually don't like final fantasy. I just like final fantasy 10 and seven. Um, I played seven, probably a dozen times at this point. Um, so I was, uh, I was among those who was skeptical when they announced they were splitting this into several different games. Okay. Um, and uh, I was skeptical because honestly, it felt like a cash grab. Um, it felt like you're splitting one game into three to get more money out of it. Cause you know, you know, people are going to buy it. Uh, and if they buy one, they're going to buy them all. Um, I feel kind of justified in that, <laughs> honestly, in that opinion, uh, given what I played, um, this this game, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed more uh, more of a percentage of it than I disliked. But overall, uh, I probably didn't enjoy my experience. Because hmm. um, the things I liked about it, I liked I liked enough. Um, they were good. I enjoyed some of it. And then the things I didn't like just really undercut the whole experience. Um, and those are all spoilery, so I won't go into them now. But uh, I didn't love... The combat system, okay, um, partially because I'm not good at it, 
and partially uh, because I didn't take the I didn't want to take the time to be good at it. Frankly, um, I didn't put in the effort to be good at it. So that's all on me. But I didn't enjoy <laughs> it. Um, that's one thing that I will say is that, um, you know, comparing when I picked up Final Fantasy seven on the switch several months ago and played through the beginning section again. Um, it's awesome how great the fast forward and instant limit break functions are of that <laughs> because oh, yeah. it lets you oh, just my God, yeah. speed through those fights and, um, and all the juicy bits to me was like checking out the story again, which is also kind of bad in the original cause the translation is rough. Oh the, yeah. The localization in, in seven, if you're going back to that is, is terrible. Um, yeah. which is one of the reasons I think everybody wanted a remake of this game. They mm-hmm. wanted, they wanted the original kind of polished up, uh, and um, they wanted it to to uh, to translate to modern times. Which, I mean, if you were going in brand new to this to the original, I feel like you would think it's it's a joke because uh, it's it's so early in the uh, Japanese to English like cinematic game uh, arena. You know, it's like I one will of the t- first. I tell so everyone. That- Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just kind of the localization is is sloppy because that wasn't really a thing that was that was done yet. Um, yeah, not so, not yeah. on that scale. What were you going to no. say, Ryan? So I recently played it again, and um, you know, if you have a decent computer, the mods, the modding community for Final Fantasy VII, <laughs> um, it's impressive what they have gotten <laughs> this to be able to look like in these days. And they like, they've like redone all the translations that you can put in there as well. And they have been upscaling these, you know, the pre-rendered backgrounds to HD with like this AI software that you can now run with it. So mm. like, if you ever want to go back and play it, I highly recommend trying to mod it because it's really easy and it looks, it's a different game. Was it all through steam or is it, do you have to go somewhere to like, hunt it down the you kind of gotta hunt you gotta you gotta hunt it down but it's just called seventh heaven and okay. it's like an app you That's download right. and like it makes it pretty easy interesting and they just released a new version of it okay they have like different character models and some are better than others i was for thinking sure. <laughs> it would be really interesting to see if somebody starts pulling character models out of this remake and trying to put them into oh, yeah. the old game would <laughs> be kind of well, interesting <laughs> the yeah. funniest thing i saw is like i can't wait on reddit someone was like oh i can't wait for uh someone to put um when this game comes out on pc the modding community is going to put don corneo's belly physics and tifa's boobs because <laughs> <laughs> his belly in the game is just super jiggly oh yeah yeah that's some dead or alive going on right there mm-hmm. for sure um all right well overall it sounds like gojo's more negative on the game than uh than ryan and i were because it's just i don't know it's I think this will be an interesting discussion because I I see where a lot of the faults lie, but there are some cases where I'm willing to let it go for some reason and other cases where I'm not as willing to let it go. But um, in order to kind of structure this conversation, I have at least a few bulleted items that I think will lead us down an, an interesting conversation from a story perspective, at least. Um, one thing I did want to say real quick about the combat system, Gojo, I know you didn't engage with it as much, but I'm glad that they gave you more to do during the battle in a way that kind of made sense to me. And by the end of the game, the fact that I was switching between everybody 
and using their best abilities for the moment and um and just kind of dynamically hopping between everyone was really great um it's so much fun to play as tifa which is awesome yeah no like it feels like like with the different characters it feels like almost a different game with each of them which is kind of interesting no they I agree. They did a, there are parts of the combat that I think they, they did a good job with. I just think it's, um, I don't know, like, uh, this is going to sound like I'm, I'm complaining that it was too hard, but, uh, just how like every single, every single combat interaction you had to, it was, it was very involved. Um, the I mean, first, if you're yeah, coming across like the first thing anything, that you end up doing is like, I'm going to use that assess materia and I need to figure out the weaknesses yeah. or like what the yes. trick is to get that stagger gauge to fill up. Right. And it's I, different for yeah. almost all of them. I said the yeah. same thing on the original podcast that yeah. it, it is definitely harder than the original. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely yeah. takes a lot more concentration than just tapping X or circle, whatever it was yeah. back then. And I don't think that's a fault. Uh, it's just something I didn't enjoy about the game. Yeah. So um, that's fair. It's uh, yeah. Like, you can't I did end up w playing summon, back through a bit on. What's that? I was just gonna say you I can't just w just summon, w Knights, summon of Knights of the Round for an hour <laughs> long and finish every battle. But it, the game didn't star me with Bahamut Zero and <laughs> negative a million points for that. I can't have a dragon shoot my enemies from space. Um. Um. Did Did either of you defeat Bahamut? I have not yet. Okay. I honestly didn't know he was in the game. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's in the battle uh, simulator. He's one of the VR okay. battles you can get yeah. from Chadley. Okay. Um, I yeah. did beat Leviathan, which felt like a fucking I, accomplishment. Same here. I beat Leviathan. <laughs> I said, fuck this. I'm not, doing- <laughs> I'm not fucking trying to beat Bahamut. <laughs> I mostly got to the point where like the last mission I had to finish for Chadley was leveling up all of the green materia to max. And I was that's the last thing that I had to do to unlock the Bahamut battle and i like i was at chapter 18 i'm like i'm not fucking doing that right now yeah but yeah anyway um so yeah i yeah any gojo what i don't know if i should say this now or what but i mean like all the things that you can do in this game like all that all the chadley leveling up or whatever nonsense is like um there's not enough i feel like there's not enough game here to fit all that stuff in like why, why do i need bahamut i would need to beat the game like three times in a row well to, hard mode hard to mode actually get that why you need bahamut is apparently it because there's a it's like one thing when there's like an harder. open world yeah so you know the like, summons i think are a big topic for discussion because they feel very i saw patrick klepik from waypoint mentioned like he basically was just like they feel very antiquated and it's basically just fan service which i think is interesting I tend to agree on that. I mean, they did the same thing as they did in 12 and I think 13, they did the same, whatever. In 15, even it's hard. It, you can want the game to be quick. Cause I mean, if you mm-hmm. go back to those old PlayStation ones, it, it just takes forever for they, those. Yeah. They need know, the it, three it, times speed because they're so the animations are so long. Right. And you know that the shit storm they would get in if they took them out of the game. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, you know, I think they did. I think the idea of summons has run its course almost mm. in Final Fantasy games. And I think, yes, it's fan service. I It's fun. They're pretty. It's cool to watch the final moves and stuff. But, you know, it would almost be make more, or break the game for me. It would almost be more interesting if they let you change, like if they let you actually fight as Ifrit or Shiva or any of them. But I, yeah, it, it's weird. It's more. like the one aspect of the game that I feel like they didn't do a great job of trying to incorporate 
into the future because they haven't in the past couple games it sounds like too honestly it feels like i mean yeah i haven't played a final fantasy since um since 12 but it sounds like the summons these are like the summons in kingdom hearts which is the last yeah yeah uh it's same it's just it's kind of there to be there and i mean maybe Mm -hmm. certain ones are effective but they don't feel particularly powerful um although i mean how many summons realistically did you use in the original final fantasy 7 um, I used them all had, the time because I wanted to watch that animation. Yeah, first. You're like, yeah. oh man, I'm using Choco Mog every single <laughs> fight, man. You know, um, you know. The one thing I will say is at least, at least they were able to show up. They showed up somewhat consistently, right? Like mm-hmm. I got summoned, you know, prompts all the time. Yeah, and in 15, in the other one, and 13, and they never showed up. And it was like mm-hmm. only boss battles and things like that. So yeah. at least you could use them even on the little guys if you want. I usually didn't even bother because I didn't need to, you yeah. know? I, yeah, I didn't love how it was involuntary, too. I mean, not involuntary, but it only shows up when the game determines it should show up, you know? Yeah. Like, get, like let me summon it on on this little toad if I want. Even, um, maybe even if it costs only, a lot of MP, but you know, yeah. Even if you only get to do it once per battle or whatever, it would be cool yeah. for you to be able to do it yeah, whenever you want. But, um, yeah, that that summons was on my list of things to talk about. But, um, I I guess in terms of gameplay, any other thoughts about things that were different? There's some different mini games that were in there that were kind of. I had fun with the mini games. <laughs> I got except for the dancing one. The dancing one made me laugh though. The dancing, honestly, like. I was impressed by the dancing one. That was one of those ones where uh, it's starting up, and I'm like, this is stupid. Why are we putting this in the game? And then by the end of it, I'm just swept up, and I'm like, yeah! It was yeah. It was Fuck kind it. of fun. and and like, but the It was. Only, it was really well done, the thing honestly. to me, I thought it was kind of infuriating that I couldn't... There's some cases where, like, I don't know if I'm just impatient, and that's probably it, but when you had no clue where the button prompt was going to show up, I was kind yeah, of infuriated that, by that. Yeah. That's the only one I got really... like. I've been, you know, I'm in the Reddit group and like people got, it seems like everyone had such a hard time with the Tifa pull-ups. I fucking, I had, I had no issues. I did both of all of them. First try, no issues at all. (laughs) I had some trouble in the pro, like the third round of them, but yeah, (laughs) like it wasn't that bad. The, the thing I thought you were headed to. Was the Tifa and Aerith like check valve thing in the sewers? Oh my yeah, god! I fucked that up a few times. <sighs> Fucking infuriate! That is the worst one in this game yeah, by that's far. That's true. But um, yeah, that that felt like one where we're just trying to we're just jamming ideas in now. Um, at the time, yeah, at the time, I liked yeah. how um how the the Tifa pull ups and the cloud uh squats, squats. built upon the original was really kind of cool. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. though it is kind of fleshing it out a little bit and giving you more to do, it was it was fun. Like there's so many things in this game that pay respect to that original game without just being yeah. what that was. And and right. and I think they did a, a good job with some of those aspects. I uh, yeah, they did a fair job expanding the game. I think I I mean there is a lot of filler, but there was no way there wasn't going to be. You know, yeah. unless you well. Yeah, I mean, unless you made an entirely different game, which I guess <laughs> I'm just so happy they it's it's still like the original was such a goofy, silly game, mm-hmm. and this it's got so many goofy, silly parts in it as well. They kept a lot of the really like 
do I really got to see Cloud in 4K dressed up as a woman? Like, they kept it, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you know. And I liked that it didn't feel homophobic or, like, and I guess as somebody who's not gay, maybe it's wrong for me to comment on it, but it didn't feel, like, homophobic or, like, irrespectful of, like, cross-dressing or anything like that. I didn't get that impression. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, as I'm sure, you know, bunch of straight guys here it's not really something we can uh (laughs) speak on with authority but i mean no it it honestly felt like it was um the uh andrea rodeo almost felt like he was advocate like very advocated for like speaking out you know and that was neat that was like that's i don't know that shouldn't be bold but it kind of it kind of felt like it i was like oh all right it's not what you would expect out of japan in 2020 even which is terrible but also it's it's (laughs) nice that they that they kind of pulled it off to some respect but you know either way um anything else gameplay wise that you guys can think of that kind of pops up that you want to talk about you know i thought the motorcycle shit was awesome yeah see that it was cool both motorcycle segments i was like yes this is cool. The the end one, honestly, if you ended the game there, which, you know, again, you know, spoilers, I guess, but <laughs> yeah, they should have ended the game there, A. But uh, if you did, I would have been fine with it. I'm like, that was that was an amazing finale, if it was the finale. I it really, still was an amazing finale. But. I I don't like that the, the soldiers weren't one-hit kills like they are in the original. Because I I wish, was, yeah. <laughs> I wish that they threw more of them at you, but you could you could deal with them immediately. Yeah. Um, I did like them translating the motorball fight to being on the on bike. bike. That I felt agree. super cinematic and dynamic and interesting. And it was oh, yeah. li- no, that was it was amazing. It yeah. was tough for me. I think I died once or twice, but once I kind of figured out like the pattern and the way that I should handle things, it it worked really well for me. But what, yeah. Ryan, you seemed a little bit drawn back on the on the motorcycle stuff. It was fine. I, I think. <laughs> It, it, it was it was a little long at times, mm. um, but other th- I had no major issues with it. But the last gameplay I have, you know, not being able to play as red was yeah a big bummer. Yeah, and then um, all the hidden like loading screen crap drove me nuts. Mm. Like, yeah, the- go, like oh, I'm gonna crawl under this, and then I gotta pause. <laughs> Like while the game loads and then I can walk again. It's like fuck, just get this shit out of here. There are so <laughs> many fucking crevices for you to inch your oh, way yeah. through. Like shit, <laughs> man. God. Supposedly that's going away in the next generation. I know. Everyone's SSDs, saying the PS5's man, got you know no more loading screens. I I'll believe it when I fucking see yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've heard that before. So, the Unreal Five demo was pretty sweet. It was very cool. Um, and that makes me excited about the second one. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's entirely true. So before um, John sent me like an Instagram video of the game before it even came out, because I I think bef- like after we played the demo, I had remarked that I wasn't even certain that like I think I said maybe Aerith wouldn't even be playable or something like that, because I I don't know that I had watched all the trailers or whatever. Um, but he sent me this Instagram video, and you could see Red Thirteen in it. And so as I was coming up on the end of the game, I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna get Red Thirteen soon. And then when they're like, he's a guest character, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, that's a bummer. And I was even just yeah. watching some of the cinematics and the fact that you can see materia slots in his in his uh, collar. Yeah. Like, well, you, you can see that they they have everything animated for him to be in battle. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can't. I mean, I don't know. I, me, I don't know what it is, but it just I feels feel like, like they could have done it. Yeah. Like, I 
as the game was going on and I got to the part where, you know, where you're going to get red 13, I'm like, oh, there can only, there's only like, I don't know, like an hour or two left in the game. Obviously you don't want to make a playable character that you can only play for an hour or yeah. two. Um, and then that hour or two stretched into like five or six <laughs> or like, I don't even remember because that whole segment is a blur. Yeah. I was just trying to get through it. And I'm like, okay, no, you just, yeah, no, you, you didn't want to. Yeah, um, I have to imagine it has something to do with the idea that there isn't a great system in place to be able to pick who you have in your party since there's like yeah. five people that you could have selected from if they had him in it. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. I don't know if you guys knew this, but in that final battle with uh, with Sephiroth, they actually randomly give you your allies. You like you can end up with Tifa and Aerith. You can end up with Tifa and Barrett. You can get Barrett and Aerith. So it's you just dynamically end up with whoever the game pulls for you, which is kind of interesting. But I I have to guess that like because so much of the game forces you to be with certain people, they didn't bother to figure out how to slot party members in and out, which, which sucks. Happen but yeah, I, I still think, I mean, that's, that may have been a factor, but I still think they could have for sure. Uh, yeah, it's a problem. You put red 13 in these solve. parties anyway. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, I, I don't know what goes into making a playable character though. So, it, what do I know? You would have um, to think it's a problem that they're going to have to solve for the future, especially if Yuffie and Vincent are going to show yeah, up soon. Absolutely. Right? And they're, yeah, they're, if, they're not going to be, I don't think they're going to be optional anymore. No, yeah. I, why they, they shouldn't be. No. Um, I, if, if they try to pull off these, the, the next games with, uh, with mandated parties, that's going to, that's not going to fly. It would, it would be kind um, of a but, bummer. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a little more than that. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's here's nine people on your team. You get to only use these two and Cloud. Um, they're just sitting off there. They're just hanging <laughs> at the bar. Have fun with them in I don't know five hours when we decide you get to play with them. Um, Did you take the yeah. stairs or the elevator? I took the stairs, uh, and I was disappointed. <laughs> I took the I was, fucking. I elevator. always take the stairs in the original because I'm, I'm like, this is it. what I would do. Yeah, you stealth it, you know. Um, but then I don't like, I got really frustrated in the stairs when they make you walk the last 10 floors. I'm like, yeah, the funniest part of walking the stairs is Barrett just goes, this shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally, I automatically laughed. I'm like, no, that was, it, no, yeah. yeah, that was, I, that was very entertaining. I thought they, I thought they did a good job with that one. Um, just his complaining was fantastic. I was very, I, I was, um, torn by the choice so i i looked it up i was like what's what's happening between the like do i get anything for taking the stairs or what and people were like no so i was like all right i'm just gonna take the fucking elevator because i want to finish this goddamn game (laughs) yeah and then six hours later you finish it at least (laughs) yeah um so let's start heading towards the game if you guys don't have big comments on some of these things that i bring up that's totally fine but there's at least a few kind of big things that i think are changes from the original in terms of the story that i wanted to touch on one of them is the idea that avalanche is like a bigger organization than just barrett and jesse Mm -hmm. and biggs and wedge um and and just kind of the fact that like they have a plant inside of shinra with the mayor um kind of interesting not majorly different but the thing that i think kind of is interesting to think about is the idea of shinra blowing up the first reactor 
rather than Avalanche. Like, Avalanche gets the credit for it, and they think that they do it, but it's very clear in this game that Shinra affects a much greater level of damage than what was intended by Avalanche, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I uh, kind of had mixed feelings there. Um, uh, My first instinct was that this is just to make the good guys seem better. Mm -hmm. Um, It's to kind of soften the edges that... You're basically playing as eco terrorists here. Um, yeah. You're you're kind of that's the you read know, the in bad the original game, right? Is that yeah? These are yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. You just you just blew you just blew up a you know a reactor. You killed a bunch of people. Um, so I I didn't like it in that it it seemed like they were trying to soften the edges around Barrett and uh, his allies. But I also do like that Shinra seems to be a little smarter. Um, that they're just using this to uh, further their own agenda. Yeah, um, it seems like they're so trying to. Like like they're trying to affect another war with Wu Tai is the idea, yeah. right? But yeah, Ryan, what are your thoughts? So, um, overall, I feel like it's kind of cool to know that it's much bigger than just them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, does it really affect me and the way I look at the story that much? No, the Shinra stuff I thought was interesting with the fact that they basically are sab you're they're sabotaging the town of you know midgar yeah and um the, i i thought the m you know the, i enjoyed the npcs and seeing more of how it kind of affected the whole city you know yeah um because i thought the npcs talking was one of the best parts of the game it was pretty i enjoyed that well and it's interesting because i don't know that we mentioned this on our original review or whatever but you don't even need to go up to and talk to everybody. You just kind of get this news feed of it on the side of the screen as you're walking past everyone, which I feel like works, works pretty well and is almost overwhelming to a point, but but kind of for a reason, right? Because like, there's just fucking chaos going on sometimes that it kind of makes sense. I think think that's, that's one of the areas where splitting up the game into separate games really shines mm-hmm. um, because it allows you to, cause like the original reactor bombing is, is nothing. It's done in half an hour, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't get any sense of how it affects anyone. Yeah. Um, so being able to flesh out story beats like that is, is really great. Um, so, yeah. And I, I really loved wandering through the city and seeing, you know, the results of your handiwork. Um, yeah. That was really nice. Uh, well, and I, I like the idea that Avalanche is this bigger thing than just, you know, Barrett and Three Stooges, you know? Um, it yeah, kind of makes I mean, them it makes them you, more significant, yeah. You mean Charlie Sheen? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he looks exactly like Charlie Sheen. Oh, my God, he does. I didn't he think of that. identical. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had a hard time not just seeing Badger from fucking Breaking Bad. Because yeah, the he's voice, the voice is away. You know, his but, voice, yeah. Um um, one of the things I did want to say, Gojo, I feel like they almost lean a little darker with Barrett, though, especially by the end of the game when when he's willing to kill Shinra, President Shinra, yeah. um, and Tifa's trying to like rein him in a little bit. So I like kind of the dynamic between them that Barrett is is a little bit more the means justifies or the ends justifies the means, whereas Tifa's a lot more like worried about that, even they're though they're yeah. kind of like natural roles for like the man and the woman to fall into. Right. But yeah, um, but I mean, yeah, Barrett does Barrett really does come off. Come, he comes off worse in this game yeah. uh, in a good way. He's kind of a dick for most of it until mm-hmm. you actually like until shit really hits the fan. And then, uh, and then you get to see there's a person underneath it. Um, yeah. 
So I, I do. Yeah, that's again, another thing with stretching this out, you get, you get to spend more time with these characters and this is, it's, I think it's exactly what all of us wanted from a remake, you know? Well, yeah. and on that note, the Jesse mission and going to like steal her dad's ID and then also like kind of heading over to Shinra to steal explosive supplies. I think um, mm-hmm. I liked getting more depth with Jesse. See, um, that didn't do anything for me. Really? That's like, no, that's uh, Jesse was one of the things that that's probably one of the few things I didn't was not a huge fan of. Okay. And I don't, I don't know what it was. I just, it felt like they were trying almost too hard with her. You know what I mean? That's fair. At times. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. and you know, I'm not saying like, I get why you like it. It's just, it's, it's not like it was a terrible story or anything, but it just was like, eh, well, the this thing, is, this seems overkill. The thing that was funny to me is when I did pick up the switch version, um, the the remaster or whatever i remember looking at it and being like god jesse's fucking thirsty for cloud and i missed all of this oh, yeah. when i was seven years old playing this game <laughs> um so to see it in a more real version as well is kind of weird too but i i i don't know i liked having some of that backstory but i get what you mean it is very on the nose like my dad has been killed by shinra pretty much yeah. and yeah Makes but like I, I like I liked her backstory, like oh I went to the Golden Saucer to be a dancer, yeah. and like I thought that was interesting. I had no issue, but like my dad, oh he, I need his key card and that to that today, you know. Yeah. I just it didn't do much for me. I honestly, I actually really I the opposite. I really love that segment. Uh, it's one of my of the new things they added. It's probably my favorite. Um, I yeah I do the the shin you know the piling on of the shinra is evil look what they did to poor poppy here um i can see that um uh i just it felt like when you add in a new section to the game like that uh they weren't trapped by the original narrative so it didn't feel like you know we have to stretch out time so they did this whole segment that was paced kind of naturally yeah um so it, it actually flowed really well and i kind of appreciated that uh after you know everything around it was kind of was kind of really stretched um uh so that actually kind of helped move the game along for me and i did like that you know we get to see more of biggs wedge and jesse mm-hmm. um to actually make them you know real people that you may have some feeling about um so that when you know we smush them you're gonna feel something <laughs> um yeah Although apparently, well, which, or, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know if they're smushed or not. Yeah, no, they're not smushed. Yeah, um, Jesse might. One be out of three might be smushed, but you know what? I'm not even going to bet on that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, she made it out. Of course she did. This uh, game doesn't even have the freaking guts to kill wet Bigs and Wedge. I know that's it's so um, terrifying. Yeah, that, we'll, we'll talk about that when we get yeah. to it. But, um, but no, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. Plus, it kind of helped Cloud get out of his, um shitty fucking angry I'm a loner douchebag asshole that doesn't yeah. want to do or yeah at some point yeah. we need to talk about how i hate how they characterize cloud um but to be honest time, to me i mean it is going to be the time because i'm going to tell you yeah. right now it's exactly everything that i remember out of cloud from the original same right? here i really i yeah. i liked the cloud they because like if you've if you guys seen advent children are like it's even played crisis years. core or anything yeah they made Cloud, they turned Cloud in these later things into such just a... He's such a mopey little shit. Mopey shit. And I don't think he's like that in this one. I think he's an asshole. I think he's a so, prick see, with like a lot of sarcasm, you know? Yeah. I didn't know. I I saw him. I still saw the mopey. Because you'll, you'll notice he's like always like nervously like not making eye contact with anybody. And, you know, he... 
it's you can tell the difference between like him putting up a hard exterior because he's a mopey asshole on the inside versus him putting up like in seven. You, I mean, it obviously it's a little harder harder to pick this stuff up in text, but I mean, you can tell he talks a lot more. He's you know he's he's a lot more uh, sarcastic and dismissive of everybody. Um, he's a little more arrogant, and they they always talk about how you know cocky and arrogant Cloud is. Uh, he never came off as cocky or arrogant to me in this at all. That's um, interesting. And, I feel the complete opposite way. Yeah, that you I'm, do. I, yeah I feel a little bit differently. Uh, okay, but, I, no, but, I'm not I, saying I you're, you're wrong or anything. No, that, no, that's yeah, your exactly. read of, of, of what was presented to yeah. you for sure. But uh, no, it's, and that, yeah. it's just interesting. And that started, it started in Advent Children. Yeah. Um, and I honestly, the whole cloud as a character i loved in final fantasy 7 and since then he's just uh he's basically like squall from 8 who is just so boring and turd. yeah he's <laughs> a turd, turd. exactly <laughs> cloud's kind of like he's he's other squall now um and he's just uh, yeah mopey asshole um yeah didn't and and i don't enjoy cloud's characterization and i don't enjoy the how they changed his relationship with sephiroth either um yeah that's all that's yeah, I mean, are we going that, down that road with Sephiroth yet, or no? Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't mean, have the run of show. We kind of can't. Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. I, okay. I want to yeah. please put a pin in that because I don't have enough memory of the original to feel like I'm very well might come out feeling the way you guys do about it, but I just don't know enough. Yeah. So we'll get there. Okay. Uh, one other thing with Jesse stuff, um, the invention of the uh, soldier bro on the anime bike that you fight. <laughs> He's yeah. just stupid oh enough that I'm like, this is kind of funny because I feel like they're aware that they're making fun of themselves, but I don't know that they were for sure. <laughs> he was, he's dork of the year. Yeah. This guy game informer magazine does a, does a like top 10 dorks of the year. This guy's number one. <laughs> um, he's, he's like so stupid and mm-hmm. loser and everything bad that I just loved him. <laughs> like this guy's the fucking worst. And it seems like they know it. I don't know how self-aware yeah, they are sure. over there at, at Square, <laughs> but um, this guy's the worst, and he's so entertaining for how ter- everything he says is a bike pun. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, I just hated him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so great. <laughs> certainly, certainly yeah. the character they wanted you to love to hate. I think in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, although he doesn't yeah. come Did back. Did he show right? up again? He, no, no, he only shows up the one time. Okay, and that's... yeah, he should have showed up. He should have showed up at the crazy motorcycle. Well, don't worry, he'll yeah. be in the next six games. So oh yeah, sure. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh my funny god, I want to shit on him again. I think every reason that we hate him is why the Japanese audience is probably like, "This is the best character in the fucking game now." Like, oh, he's so more cool. Yes. <laughs> yes, you want more roach? Yeah, all right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, oh god, he's so awful but like in like in a fun way yeah uh, not in a good way but in a fun way um um i think most of the other stuff does start kind of heading towards the end of the game the one thing that i will pull out of there real quick is the stuff about zach which feels like it comes extremely late for no good reason other than to like set it up for the next game right right what, yeah. what do you yeah. think about it ryan i am not sure what to think about the whole zach thing because i think it's a I think that I think that I think they're fucking with us. I, I really think that it's a red airing when, when it comes to um, is 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 it a flashback? Is it re- yeah. like what? What I don't know what's what I'm I don't know what I'm looking at. Do you know what I mean? So or just, when I mean I know that there's a lot of theories about 
the the different dog and stuff like yeah. that but like so we should explain this is so you see what certainly it has to be flashbacks because it is yes. it is at least in the past but it feels yeah. like it's also potentially in a different past which i just heard about before we recorded this and i gotta call fucking bullshit i think it's dumb i like it like the whole thing is that this like fucking potato chip wrapper flies by the camera and shows a different stamp dog in it yeah and yeah, I didn't notice like, that. It's but like, I, I didn't see it either. That, yeah. And it's like, it, like companies never change their fucking logos. It's just in the past, right? Yeah, but that wasn't a you know. It, it does stop on the screen. It it certainly it was. It's a very fucking Hideo Kojima. Like here's this yes. fucking not real branded thing. But anyway, um, so they show Zach surviving the attack from the soldiers, right, or from Shinra anyway, and carrying Cloud back to Midgar. So at least he seems to survive longer than he previously did in in the other in in the previous game, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I feel like there's so much unknown here that I don't necessarily want to get mad about it yet. I just kind of feel like it was kind of thrown in there at the last second, and I don't I, understand why. Uh, I I think they really wanted to hammer home. Well, I don't. We're jumping right to the end here. Um, I just wanted, I think they wanted yeah. to. It, the stuff at the end does feel like they're trying to hammer home that this is things are changing. Things have changed. You have done. You have changed things. Fair. Um, so, all right. Let me. All right. So we'll get there. We're going to get um, there. Yeah. The so this game introduces whispers the first time you meet Aerith, and it's basically these ghosts that seem to be able to. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Was that a sneeze or are you scoffing at the ghosts? That was a raspberry, oh, okay. um, as they're colloquially known. Uh, <laughs> sign of displeasure, but so, I'll let you know. So these, these whispers show up at several moments in the game to kind of guide or stop the characters from doing what they're doing. At one point, it even saves Barrett, Barrett yeah. from dying, which, honestly, I thought they were going to commit to, and I was kind of excited about. I was okay with it. I was honestly okay with it. If they just said, fuck it, we're killing them. I yeah. would have been okay. That's disappointing. Whatever, uh, but it would have at least shocked me. And yeah, you know. But, but then no. So so these whispers get introduced. Gojo sounds like you don't like it. I think that's great enough. I was not certainly <laughs> bothered by it that much, but I get it. I understand why people yeah, wouldn't like here. it. But um, but kind of it sets up the final confrontation of with 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 Sephiroth. The whole metaphor of it all is that he's creating like a rift in in fate right in in the the whispers and kind of the implications of it is that this game will break from what the original runs was even greater than we originally anticipated right which okay so that's what they imply that's what they imply we don't know what that means yet or if it's true um if but, Eric doesn't die, I am. I'm. If Eric doesn't die, I'm rioting. <laughs> Honestly, if we're being real about Eris here, and I'm, I, I always call her Eris because you know that's actually yeah. her name. Whatever, <laughs> whatever fanboys want to say. Sorry. Um, but the His only reason Tidus. anyone, sorry, the only reason anyone cares about Eris to this day is because she had a baller death. Mm. Oh yeah. No one like if if she if she didn't die, no one would give a shit. She'd be Yuffie, honestly. Um, no one would care. 
People would still prefer Tifa because she's yeah. got huge knockers. Yeah, um, Aeris I, is nothing. I um, don't. Um, other than the the fact that we walk out of this game not knowing, like seemingly or knowing for sure that like Biggs and Wedge made it out, it makes me scared that Aerith is going to survive. But I almost that's what I'm saying. If they don't have the guts to kill Wedge, people talking about right now. This is the reason that I think I think a lot of it's going to stay the same is because. I think they are throwing a massive fuck you. We're not get, like they're trying to make it a surprise again. You know what I mean? I think they're trying to make her death once again feel impactful because like we all know it's coming, but now we don't know what's coming. Maybe it'll right. be at the beginning of the second game. Yes. Maybe it'll be a completely could, different yeah, location, so. right? So that's interesting. I like, feel, yeah, I feel like like it's gonna have to happen at least story wise in the same place. Other, because I mean, that's the whole reason she dies is because she's got to stop. She's got to stop Meteor. Um, yeah. I mean, you might, yeah, maybe you'd put it in a different place, but it's still going to happen somewhere. Yeah. Um, it had. I, I don't know if it has to. Honestly, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. And yeah, uh, that's a huge turnoff for me. The the idea that they're just going to kind of that we're going to play fast and loose with the game that I, I just wanted the game. I don't want you to. I don't want you to uh, special edition the game and just change the things you want to change. Um, just, yeah, just get, to make I get it, both to, sides. I, I, yeah. I really do because I, I don't want the game to change either. But as long as it doesn't go full Kingdom Hearts, I'm okay with some changes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, that's like how I. Yeah. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I will tell you the one thing I didn't mention this earlier, but that cinematic when you go into that simulator in uh the shinra building is one of those beautiful cinematics when they like start talking about the ancients and stuff yes that shit is unbelievable i was getting chills watching that i'm like holy shit this is just i can't wait till fucking cosmo canyon when they go in that fucking (laughs) that's the first thing that that i had at the exact same moment for sure um so, so the one thing that i will say about kingdom hearts at least i understand the metaphor at the end of this game (laughs) At least I think I do. Yeah, understood. <laughs> so that's that's at least a step in the right direction. At least Donald Duck doesn't show up and kick you in the balls, you know? I mean, yes. <laughs> that's yes. essentially what happens in all those games. Oh, my God. But, the, like, I, I, I kind of agree. I'm one of those people who's always kind of been like, the movie can have sequels, and those sequels can be bad if the original stills there and it stands. And in my... In my in my feelings, Final Fantasy VII will always be Final Fantasy VII. And if Final Fantasy Remake goes different enough that it's not that anymore, that'll be interesting. I don't know if I'm going to like it more or less, yeah. right? Or if I'm going to connect with it more because of where I am in my life or if mm-hmm. it'll, you know, work differently for some reason. But um, yeah. it... it I'm, conf- I'm I have the same thing. I can see both sides. I'm conflicted about it because I was the dude who was originally calling for don't change a fucking thing about this game. Just give it Advent Children graphics. That's all I want. And I'm kind of happy that I didn't get that because I really like and appreciate a lot of the things that they did differently here. But yeah, no, I oh sorry, no, I, I was gonna say Gojo. I know that you feel more of that way than I do right now. Anyway, like you wish yeah. that it was the game that we originally got and that. It existed in a more whole version, to, and and that. to an extent, okay, to an extent. Honestly, after playing this, if they had done away with, if they had just skipped the whole um, 
uh, whisper alternate timeline uh, bullshit. Um, and then a few other things, if they removed it, I would be, I would be a hundred percent in with like um, little remixes and expansions here or there. And different like, things. honestly, yeah. Like if you would just drop the whole, the whole whispers timeline uh, and the rest of the game was exactly the same. I, I would have loved this game. Um, I have, I have, Oh, go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. Um, like everything, like everything that they added, um, I didn't love it all, mm-hmm. but none of it really seemed out of place to me. Um, parts of it really dragged. Um, the sector five stuff was, was interminable. Mm-hmm. Um, but it felt like it served a purpose, uh, of, I'm just going to ramble here, but like, so the things that I liked are the things that expand the original, not the, and I do, I hate, I just hate the things that, that change the vision of the original, that change the course of the original. Um, because I didn't sign on. That's not what I signed on for. I signed on for Final Fantasy VII, not, you know, Final Fantasy VII. Remix. Qu- asterisk. Um, no, that's coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't sign on for you want to you want to completely redo this game. You want to make it like all the modern Final Fantasies that I don't give a shit about. Um, you haven't made a game I liked in 20 years. Um, why do I want to play your current vision? Um, it means nothing to me. Uh, just take the original and make it a game that exists in the modern space. Yeah. Uh, Like you can add stuff. You can add super dorky motorcycle bosses (laughs) as long as they're fun. That's fine. Um, You can add little side missions for characters to, to make characters that were originally, you know, had 10 lines that can make them an actual part of the story. That's great. Uh, Just don't, don't change the, the story. Mm. And that's what they did. That's, that's what this was. Um, it's what it's setting them up to do. Yeah, I don't think it's changed know. it necessarily completely yet, but if it does look like it's going, they're making you feel like it's going that way. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. yeah, I feel like probably the same. They'll keep a lot of the same bullet points, but uh, I just um, the fact that it goes from this this first part of this game has gone from you know you're fighting you know a major evil corporation to now. Oh, you just finished this motorcycle chase. Now here, battle, battle fate itself. Um, just fucking ridiculous. Um, and that is the point where I checked out. Honestly, I, I stopped in the middle of the final boss fight. I'm like, this is stupid. I'm done. And I, I walked out and then I went to bed and then I was so agitated by it that I woke up at like three and I'm like, fuck it. I have to finish this. I have to put this thing in its grave. Um, I just feel like, yeah, you're, I don't know. It's feels like they're trying to do uh, trying to do too much or trying to make something new. And that's not what I want. I don't want something new. I, I want it, something old with a fresh coat of paint. Okay. Come on. Yeah. My, my biggest issue with the whole story is they had took away so much from the Sephiroth reveal by showing mm-hmm. him the entire freaking game. Oh yeah. That was, he is, painful. he doesn't show up. Until he assassinates everyone in the Shinra building, right? I mean, that's like you don't you don't know you don't what see, he is. You don't see right, him. Yeah. You know that he there's some entity fucking with Cloud, but yeah. you don't see, you don't get that big reveal and payoff. And it you felt don't like yeah, at okay, times that Square just like, hey, we have Sephiroth is one of our assets, and we better use the fuck out of him. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. what it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> everyone knows who this guy is. Let's put him in the game. 
Yeah, no, it, it felt like... But that that's yeah. probably my biggest issue with the whole story. I don't have an issue yeah. with this changing, but, like, he's not the villain in the beginning of the game. He yeah. is not... He doesn't become the villain until, really, Shinra's dead. That's... Yeah, like, it, it was... They put in Sephiroth because he's the main villain of the game, and how do you have a Final Fantasy game and not have Sephiroth in it? Uh, I think that was one of the things I was asking, like... uh you know that you know your actual villain of this game is not in this segment. How are you going to do that? And I thought, okay, well, maybe we'll just actually make Shinra a real, fully fleshed out villain instead of just generic uh, evil company. And I they did they that did. really well. Yeah. They yeah. made Shinra. They re- they gave Shinra like motive. Uh, um, like they gave them things to do. Uh, they fleshed them out wonderfully. But then you've got uh, Sephiroth just kind of like ham-fistedly shoved into segments um, where he doesn't belong. Um, and it just... Plus, it's... It's so... It's the Sephiroth and Cloud relationship um, that didn't exist at this point in the original game. Uh, in the original, the first time Sephiroth sees Cloud, he doesn't know who he is. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. Mm. But it's like... Then time passes, and Sephiroth is... A, Occasionally, just he's just manipulating this guy. Um, the whole time, Cloud is thinking, I'm chasing Sephiroth of my own will because he burned down my home village. Where in this, it's just, it's very obvious Sephiroth is like, I don't know, is like a his part Joker. of his psyche. And yeah. yeah, it's, uh, and it just, it just, it kills it for me. I don't know. It's very interesting because I spent the majority of the beginning of the game wondering if a lot of the like glitches Cloud was having were trying to suggest that this was like happening again. Right? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you guys felt that way or not, but that was at least my like I felt weird enough about it that I was kind of like, are they trying to hint that this is like it's a it's a it's different because it's happening another time in like a different, it, but it it could be. I mean, maybe, but even by the end of the game, it just kind of even even so, it's not necessarily like Cloud is remembering things. I don't know. Well, when you I, consider that that Sephiroth is ba- is basically leading you to destroy, you know, uh, the Arbiter of Fate or whatever, so that things go differently this time around, that maybe this time I can pull out a W. Um, that kind of that theory kind of lines up that he's yeah. he's appearing to him somehow from the future being like, Hey, let's fix this. Or it's Sephiroth has jumped timelines or something. Honestly, a lot of the ideas that they put into this game like this, uh, like on their own, I really like them. Um, the idea that now you're, you know, you're re- you've re- remade a game. <laughs> you've remade the original and now you're, you're fighting to change the way it, it goes. That's an interesting idea. That's not at all what I want here, though. Mm. Um, I want Final Fantasy VII, not that's fair. Alternate timeline Final Fantasy VII. What about you, Ryan? Like, kind of. It sounds like you. I think you and I are a little more aligned, and like we don't necessarily think they're committing to changing that much, right? But it. Yeah, I it's mean, hard to know at the moment. That's the, that's the one downside of them doing the game like this is that. I'm not going to freaking know anything for the next three to five years. So, I mean, all I can say is, you know, I'm, I am not fully convinced that they are going down this path where they are going to completely change everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. I do believe that maybe things are different. You know, maybe Zach's alive. Maybe Aerith dies at a different point. 
maybe you know they end up stopping meteor at the end instead of it destroying shinra you know but i think the major a lot of the major or midgar i meant to a lot of the major stuff i think is still gonna happen And maybe what the point is, is that you can't escape fate. It could literally be that, you know? Right. I mean, that's been a story before in every other game ever. So, (laughs) you know, um, it wouldn't surprise me if they go down that route even. So, overall, I really enjoyed it. It tugged on the nostalgia strings pretty damn hard. It's got the best music I've ever heard in a game. And I, I don't know. I'm very happy with it. I have a couple... It, you know things i'm disappointed with but nothing so much that it ruined the experience for me playing the game yeah i guess the thing like it it's interesting to me i feel like even it's nice to have had the experience of the original because anybody yes. who comes to this first is probably going to have a very hard time going back to that original game and they're probably going to like the way certain things fall more in this one than they do in the other one and so it's very nice to have had that original experience because you're right i didn't even think about it but the idea that like you walk into president shinra's office and it's just the fucking maz moon like sitting yeah. in his bo- lifeless body at the desk is fucking awesome so fucking cool. and and so being being robbed of that is is a bit of a bummer but it's still there it's still there in that game it's there yeah and you can go and enjoy that it's just harder nowadays right so uh, like honestly, I I agree. I'm optimistic. I I thought if you would have talked to me, probably pre E3 last year, I thought I was gonna fucking hate this game because they were. Like, I remember. Yeah, I talked to you about it. Yeah, they, they were like, we don't know if every game's gonna kind of like change genre when we make the next installment or whatever. Which also, if that happens, fuck that. But then also the idea of like you know we're splitting it up and. Uh, Kingdom Hearts battle style and blah 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 blah. Like all of it was adding up to be like, oh, this is going to be fucking horrible. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to do this to myself. But the fact that I got through this game and I'm like, holy shit, this is a great experience. I'm happy with it. It's making me reflect upon the original more. It's making me think about and j- not only that, but they realized when they made Advent Children and Crisis Core and Dirge of Cerberus, all that stuff, that the world of Final Fantasy itself, Final Fantasy VII specifically itself, is so rich that any moment I get to spend more time in it feels like a fucking blessing to me, even if yeah. it is a game like Dirge of Cerberus or whatever. That game is awful. It's it's terrible. <laughs> but th- like this game is good, and I get to spend more time there with these characters that i love doing the things that i like linking materia and my fucking armor and shit like that's incredible and i didn't know i was gonna feel these feelings again which is weird but it's it's kind of great and so go ahead sorry i I don't know i just appreciate it for what it is i get people's reservations a hundred percent i i know where you lie gojo I know where you're at, Ryan. Like it all makes sense to me. Well, let me ask you a question. But, sure. Would you would be be having this conversation, um, an hour and twenty minute conversation about theories and things? That, you know, if it was the exact same game. No, no, we wouldn't. No. And it's got people talking. It's got me speculating, which I didn't think was ever possible <laughs> in a remake. Um, you know, it's it's doing something that. It's a remake and um, a new game at the same time, you know? Yeah. And I think 
it's not going to please everyone, and it might not even please me, but at the same time, I'm excited to see where it goes. I think the real Final Fantasy VII was the friends that we made along the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God. <laughs> it's, it's so corny. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, Gojo, anymore, like... I guess like, I don't know. Is there anything else that you guys want to hit before we like wrap up or anything like that? Not like I, honestly, I have. I'm not kicking you guys out the door or anything. So. I like, like, like I said at the at the top. I there's the quantity of things that I like about this game. Honestly, is higher than the quantity of things that I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just all the things that I like are just kind of oh well, this was neat. Oh, I enjoyed this. This was yeah. fun. This was cool. Uh, and then the things that I that I don't like just just they hold so much they overpower so much. Yeah. yeah. Um. But, like, I really loved the fact that Midgar was, like, a place now. Um, mm-hmm. I loved uh, the Sector 7 segment where you're, you know, uh, Tifa's getting you work. Um, and you're just you're just doing merc shit. And you get to actually see the place. And you can pan the camera up. And you can see the the plates and the city above you. And, the pixelated um, plates. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Honestly, I don't remember which segment it was. I think it was... When you're turning on the lights or turning yes, off the, the lights. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I swear to God, they just recycled, um, one of the like Matt, like backgrounds from, from the original <laughs> game. The Cause it looked so bad. Yeah. It looked so terrible, but like the, the ones where you're on the ground and you're looking at it, like mm. it, it was really cool to feel like you were in Midgar, uh, which I honestly, you know, you don't really get that feeling, um, in the original. Because it's it's so ancient at this point. Um, Spending more time able- on the upper plate too, I think, was yeah. really cool as well. Yeah, trying to get a taste yeah. of the upper crust of the of yeah. That was Mid-Gar. that was one of the things I loved about the the Jesse segment too. Yeah. Was that you know yeah you get to see life on on the top because um, nobody ever talks about what happens to the sector seven plate when that falls. Yeah, um, um, which I need to talk about that. I need to talk about the plate segment because uh, I fucking hated it. Mm. Um, so bad so remind me that i hated that um i loved seeing these characters in like actual motion as opposed to you know what like 20 polygon figures just kind of bouncing around doing things it was really cool um just like because they felt alive um just because they're they were you know remade with vastly superior technology it's incredible that the models look better than Advent Children, right? Yeah. They well, just, I mean, Advent show, Children is, is how old at this point? Uh, it's, um, it's like, but it's pre-rendered, though. I mean, it's like twelve yeah. years old, but at this like point. pre-rendered from like PS2 era. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've come like we've come so far um, yeah. since those. Like that, I don't even remember when Advent Children was, but I think I was like fresh out of high school. Um, I think it was like oh so six or oh six maybe ish oh five. I I think I watched it uh, at Nick's Redford house. Yeah. So uh, if I remember correctly, um, but it's I mean it's old. Um, but yeah, they look they look great, and being able to actually control them and they move they move like <laughs> not like people because who's going to swing a you know a sword the size of a house? Mm-hmm. Nobody. Um, but um, that was that was really cool. Um. Yeah, especially so I, I, my yeah. wife my wife has never played video games really ever in her life and knows nothing about this and she walks in and she just sees like here's this these two hot chicks tifa with giant cans and Aerith like <laughs> hanging on me she goes what the fuck are you playing i go i go, go oh, it's final fantasy 7 and she's like 
whatever I'll close the door no like yeah, hey, I know these chicks are way too hot to be video games <laughs> you should have just been like hey come back and uh, when I'm in Walmart and uh, dancing on the stage with Andrea yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> it's like this is a weird game <laughs> yeah um but uh so the segment of the game that I hated the most was the segment of the original this portion that I hated the most was the train graveyard Mm. Um, that took honestly that felt like that took me a full day to get through when really it was probably like an hour and a half two hours uh, I don't know honestly I don't know it's but long it was, in the original though too. it's it longer is. than you re- realize in the original like yeah. in the original but in the original it's like 10-15 minutes and it feels like two hours they took that segment and they stretched it out so now that you know the original like 10-15 minute segment that felt like two hours is now two hours that feels like three days <laughs> Um, and I'm like it's fucking inception. The, or, uh, the problem is, interstellar is that they just told us that this plate is going to come down and kill everybody. Yeah. And now I'm helping this little boy ghost find his home. What the fuck? This is a way <laughs> like the whole time I'm thinking thousands of people are going to die. Why are you wasting my time in this train graveyard? And then yeah. it doesn't help that every, every time, you know, you loading screen through a train, it cuts to Tifa. Oh, I can't stop thinking about the plate falling. I'm like, me fucking neither. Let's get there. Uh, and then there's like f- two bosses in there that take forever to fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole time I'm just thinking, oh, get on with it. Um, it's a hey, problem with all, basically all video games is the lack of urgency and times of peril. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah that, I mean, that I think was- there's an issue in really any video game. And I think they do it on purpose because I think if they literally put timers on people constantly, I think <laughs> the average person would lose their fucking mind. It's true. Yeah. I would probably put that shit down. Oh, I, I, like, I, I, I'm, I'm done. Seconds Twenty games. seconds. I hate time seconds in games. Yeah. But uh, this one, that part felt horrible to me. And then you actually get to the pillar. Uh, this, this I also hate too because I feel like they completely ruined this moment um, because the whole pillar segment takes. You know, again, like like a friggin' hour, mm-hmm. and then it's with an asterisk too, because the whispers are just there to make sure that this pillar gets blown up. When actually, oh, we saved it. Sorry, um, but no, we're, we're no whispers. Make sure it happens. Um, it felt like the story didn't have any agency of its own when they introduced the whispers. You know, um, uh, and that's I. Well, let me keep talking about the pillar, and then I'll get back in on the whispers because I hate them. Um, <laughs> But like that whole segment is supposed to feel like this urgent rush. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas, you know, you're taking time to climb up the tower and then you have to fight these helitrooper guys that are just a pain in the ass. Just they just made me hate life and also hate PlayStation. Um, And then, you you know, you run into Biggs, Wedge and Jesse. Um, Once Wedge lived, I was like, oh, no, fuck this. You've lost me game. You can kill this fat fuck. That's what he's here for. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then Biggs gets this like minute and a half death eulogy, but surprise, he's not dead. <laughs> Somehow when he died on the pillar, he was magically transported out of this entire sector and he's fine now. Um, and then Jesse gets another one and they just milk it for so long yeah. that by the time you're actually up on top of the pillar, I stopped caring. Yeah. I'm like, let's just fucking get this over with. I don't even like I've been doing this for the last 20 minutes. I just like who cares? Uh, and then, sure, my favorite part of the game, though. I the thought they did the Turks awesome. really well, actually. Yeah. Um, 
The only thing I don't I do... like about the Turks in this game is the theme, which I did talk about, but I, Ooh, yeah, I feel like they yeah, kind of true. Really they ruined the good. Turks theme. Yeah. Ruined the Turks theme. Um, I, I just didn't like that. I just, I, so on the whispers, it's this whole game when you're fighting them. If you think about this, you're actually fighting the original Final Fantasy VII. That's who this, that's who the end boss of this game is, is Final Fantasy VII. That's who you're fighting to defeat. Um, because your characters don't want things to be Final Fantasy VII, um, because things don't always, things don't go very well for them in that game. Um, so, and that's, that's really the big part of it for me is instead of just making a remake of the original, you are now putting me in direct conflict with the original, um, that I wanted you to make again. Um, and I think that's at the core of it. Anytime that I felt like the game was pushing against the original Final Fantasy with mainly with the whispers, uh, and also the, the Sephiroth cloud relationship. Um, that's when it just, it really pulled me out of the experience and I just, it just, that's, and that's the worst thing you can do when you're building an experience for someone is pulling them out of it. Um, so that's overall, that's why I'd say I had a negative opinion of the game. Um, even though there's so much about it that I really do enjoy. Oh, yeah, sorry. I, you I, in. I, Were you going to say something? No, I get, I give it, I give it an eight out of 10. <laughs> well and i like i fully uh, like i agree with the things that you're saying completely and and i don't necessarily i don't disagree with your qualms at all you know but at at the same time i just feel more strongly about them than most people you you feel more strongly about them and also (laughs) i'm not like ready to like if that i this is a whole nother problem but if the third game comes out and at the end of it we're all like why did you do any of this different then i'm gonna be my my fall from that is going to be much harder than the fact that right now you're kind of selling yourself on the idea that you're like I might not like what's going on right now because I'm super hopeful. So if I if they get another game in and I hate it, that's going to suck. But also I do feel like Ryan's theory of like you can't change fate, you know, like things I are like still that, going yeah. to happen the same. Like these same big beats will happen, but differently or maybe worse or sometimes better i think is is compelling and i think it's an interesting way for them to keep it fresh for those who who know the original story but it sucks that the ones who know the original story are the ones that are like just keep it the fucking same yeah that's that's the thing like i i really do appreciate that they want to keep it fresh but you're doing that by removing it from ps1 era graphics and like fleshing out the story i feel I feel things like the Jesse mission, like the open, like the open segments in sectors seven and five uh, in the wall market. I feel like you're keeping it fresh there. Um, when you're putting my, when you're putting the player in direct opposition to how, to the original game, uh, I, I obviously I'm, I'm wrong, but I kind of felt like, you know, you're, you're alienating the people who actually want to play the game. Um, I don't think you're wrong. I think there's. I don't think you're wrong agree. either. But I also. But I mean, think, like, I think it's most a giant people love this game. I feel like, like, I don't like, think I can't find too many people who are like, who feel the way I do. Like, who are? I think I mean, they're I in the looking. majority. Actually, I really, I think there's a lot of people that feel the way that you do. I think really. I mean, I every think, review I've seen is like eight or above. See, but I feel like from what I've heard, at least from what I'm listening on other podcasts and things, that a lot of the people that are enjoying this game are either people that didn't play the original or people that didn't like the original, right? 
Okay. Which is interesting. So it's it's kind of weird that this game is taking on a life from those who don't appreciate what the original was, but it makes sense. Um, it's trolling the people who wanted. I I really feel I like that. this is a huge <laughs> troll job by Square Enix to try and suck in more people you to, to play this. the game and then go <laughs> no, back to the original like, story. I think I like think how, that, like I there is no way they're going to royally fuck this up mm-hmm. if they, they, they can't. I think they realize what the property they have, how valuable that property of Final Fantasy VII is. And well, that's they're I really it find it hard to, for to believe that they can royally fuck this up so bad that, you know, because if they fuck this up, Square will be done making Final Fantasies, it feels yeah. like. Yeah. Like, I, I feel like a lot of the, lot of the, the pro content is either people who are too invested in it and just they can't they can't let this be bad or they're so invested that they, I don't, I don't want to say anybody's tricking themselves into thinking it's good, but like they, they love it. So they love the original so much that they're willing to overlook the things they don't like about it, which everybody gets to feel about the game, how they want. I'm not here to judge that. Um, but it's honestly, it's kind of funny to me. Cause like how long have people been asking for a final fantasy seven remake? I don't know. Yeah. 1998, probably. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, and what what has what has Square always done? Um, okay. Oh, you want you want more Final Fantasy? You want Final Fantasy VII remake? Uh, Dirge of Cerberus, Crisis Core, Advent Children, everything. Here's a, here's a technical but, demo. Yeah. Every, yeah. Here's <laughs> that was the, yeah. See, they are you, fucked. Got your new PS3. Exactly here's graphics for the new Final Fantasy VII game. Um, like they've done everything but give you the Final Fantasy VII remake, and then it comes out. Like it got to a point where I'm like, this game is never actually happening. Yeah, they're never actually going to make a Final Fantasy VII. How long has this thing been in development? Twelve years or something. Well, I don't. Well, they know. announced it but, in 2015, so five years. I mean, but. the official announcement, but I mean, like, I feel like it's been they've been talking about it forever. I mean, um, the one thing that I think we're kind of glossing over is like programming for the PlayStation One in 1995 is a very different story. It's a whole different animal. Oh, than, God, yeah. Than programming oh, yeah. for the PlayStation 4 in 2020. And no, so... And I'm not, like... And I, I'm not, like, dismissing development time here or anything, but, like, I feel like they've been... People have wanted this forever, and they've been parceling out little things that nobody actually wanted. Oh, awesome. Basically, rebuilding this entire game in one single game would just be a huge undertaking and basically almost impossible. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe if you make it turn-based and you don't do a lot of these things that they've done, but you couldn't make it the entire game I, the way it is for sure. Like just the sheer amount of shit that they would have to put in to give you all of what was in the original game. Like that would take so much man hours. It would probably take them a decade they wouldn't see yeah. any return on investment for 10 fucking years. Like, I hate that I'm like a stand for the business case, but I, I am like, it makes sense to me. It's just not feasible for them to do in this. Yeah. Case. I mean, these triple A games now, I mean, the fact that these triple A games still only cost $60 is probably, is pretty mind boggling to me considering mm-hmm. back in the nineties, they were 70. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's hard. It, I don't know. I mean, the video game industry makes a lot of money, and I know that they're gonna they got they're in this. It's a business, you know. But overall, I was very happy with the game, and it, it has me ex- really, really fucking excited about the next one. Yeah, I think in general, 
the way it all comes down to it, yes, they've been like e- eking out these little bits of Final Fantasy VII and trying to make money off of it. Which I, they're it, Square Enix is a fucking business. They got to make money. Yeah, that's, that's their. That's, that's what companies do. Sorry, that is what companies do for sure. And so you know, I get it. I don't like one of the things that you missed because Ryan and I kind of kept talking a little bit after you fell off is that like there's just no feasible way for them to put in all of the development time like it took them how many years to make this chunk of the game if they spent more time making the rest of the game before they put this part out they wouldn't see a return on investment for like a decade you know and that's not what a business can do but um you know and honestly like one of the videos that i was watching before this they they had the guy kind of going through the history of what had happened with this game and how people wanted to remake forever and square's always been like it would be too much we can't necessarily do it like their their whole thesis is if we just made the old game with a fresh coat of paint we're already selling that it's on the store go get it it looks a little better than it did it doesn't look as good as this game does necessarily but they're like we want we want to make something new because you know it's not like it's the same people like even if it was the same team of people they don't want to come back and make the same game that they used to make and the new people right. don't want to step on necessarily the toes of the old people. And so it's really interesting that they have like kind of a team of both, you know, old stalwarts who worked on the original game. Even Nomura himself wasn't director at the time, but he does get to direct this one because he's just kind of in a seat of power at Square Enix anyway. So, you know, I think it's a total catch-22. There was never a way to make everybody happy. There was never a way to, like, absolutely dial everything in the way it needed to be. And I think that the product that we got is pretty exceptional for what it is and where we're at. And the realities of business and, you know, everything, just kind of in general. But the second one will be... uh, Oh, go ahead. I I think I agree. Um, I think, uh, like, as a objective quality of game i do think this is a good game and if you like final fantasy 7 um I, I definitely think you need to play it um and then you can decide from there you know how you feel um every problem i have with it admittedly uh is is totally subjective um so i mean so yeah i mean that's it's a matter of taste um i mean i'm the guy who hates metal gear solid twin snakes because they made snake do flippies. Uh, that's, you know, it's a hell of a lot less, uh, intrusive than what, uh, than what's going on here. So, um, I, I think I was kind of doomed to be disappointed from the start, but yeah. I wasn't as disappointed, honestly, as I thought I was going to be, which is pretty um, good. That's it's pretty win. good. Honestly, like I would have been, <laughs> I would have been all for, you know, two, maybe three more installments of this. Had they not introduced, the, had they not introduced the fate stuff, uh, if I'm being honest. Um, now I'm honestly kind of checked out on the whole thing. But it's honestly, it's a really, it's a really amazing experience for Final Fantasy fans. Um, even with all my caveats, you know, it's it's I, I enjoyed most of this game. Uh, it's really very cool. It's a, it's quite an accomplishment. Well, that's some good final thoughts from Gojo, Ryan. How about your final thoughts on on the Final Fantasy VII remake Part One or whatever the fuck they're gonna call uh, it? Overall, very. I've had a lot. I have a lot of positive thoughts about it. I'm very happy with it. I will reserve my final take until I play the next one. Yeah, 
because I am it's it's so up in the air right now. Yes, the 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 fate people were I mean, not my favorite thing in the world, but do they even matter? I don't know. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Will it Who all the be hell knows? by the end of the trilogy or quadrilogy or whatever it ends up being? Who knows? I'm telling you, they're just, they're trolling us. I think, <laughs> I think that this is, this, is, this is just classic square. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I've, I've said it, but I, I really adore this game. I'm very curious to see where John comes in at it because John is the reason that I like Final Fantasy VII so much. He's the <laughs> one who bought it in the family. It, honestly, I experienced most of the game watching him play that original uh, on PlayStation and trying to beat fucking Emerald Weapon and Ruby Weapon and all that type of shit. So uh, it, it's just, um, I think you're right, Ryan. I like that there's a conversation about it. Because this could have just been another fucking Final Fantasy 16 that nobody gives a shit about and could have just flown under the radar and we don't care anymore. But instead, they've kind of shepherded this property into somewhat of a new life. And I'm curious to see where it goes. It could be horrible. It could be great. It could be a full mixed bag like it already kind of feels like it is. Um, so, you know, I, I think it's, we're in for an interesting ride to see where this goes and I'm glad it's as good as it is. Take bets on when this next one comes out. (sighs) PlayStation six, maybe. No, it'll be on five. It'll be on five. It'll be, I think they've they've already made all the assets. I mean, like all the models. (laughs) I think 2023. (laughs) I think that's possible. Uh, I hope it's sooner. I hope it's sooner. I think coronavirus might be difficult to to kind of predict this type of thing. I think the Final Fantasy 13 model, like I had originally brought up, might be interesting. I think two to three years is pretty reasonable to think they would be able to kick out another one. I just, I, I honestly think it will be another. I hope it's a greater percentage of the game. I just can't wrap my head around how like a world map is going to function or what any of they're, they're going to Enix has not been able to do it since nine. They haven't yeah. done it. They, they haven't done any type of overworld map since nine. Yeah. And wow. that, you know, going, playing all those first, you know, seven, eight, nine, and even six, like going in, that's part of the reason I don't like 10. It's the one. And then I, I, yeah. I like 10, 10 a good game. I'm not saying that, but when I when that first came out, I, the best part of playing Final Fantasy back in the day was getting to the world map. And oh God, yeah, it doesn't happen anymore. I want to see a world map. <laughs> yeah, no, it's I get it. So bizarre that they can't figure it out. Yeah, I, I don't. Do you think it's is it a technical thing or is it maybe they just don't like how it looks well, cinematically? This is my this is my um. I'm putting I'm projecting this onto them. I. I personally do not understand what this what it's going to be. It maybe it's like a chibi cloud on like a shittier looking world, but would I like that? I don't know. Or is it like a hand drawn map that you're gonna walk? I, who that? I think it's an opportunity for them to kind of change the paradigm. Yeah, I agree and, with that. And and so it's like. But also, I think it is one of those things like the summons where we might look at it and say, we didn't really need this. There might have been a better way to do it, too, right? Like, oh, yeah. this game mostly gets rid of random encounters in, in Final Fantasy VII, right? 
And so yeah. the need to walk around the world map maybe doesn't make as much sense. But the idea is not really a thing in this game. Yeah. And the, but the idea that I'm not going to have to breed a blue chocobo to get to the island to get Knights of the Round makes me a little sad. <laughs> exactly. It's a gold chocobo, dude. All right. Well, I, yeah. I got to get going, guys. All right. Well, thank you both for coming to talk to me about this game. I'm glad we all got to play it. No, it was good. I'm it. glad. And we'll have to do another one when the next come comes out. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but I thank you yeah, both. Sorry about the, the audio issues here. No um, problem. I think it'll be it'll it'll still sound great for most of the time and it still sounds okay now. Thank you guys for listening. Midwest yep. Game Nerds Podcast. We're glad to have you along. Let us write in, let us know what you think of, of the Final Fantasy VII remake. We'd love to hear what your thoughts are. But that's about it. I don't remember what John says at the end of the podcast, so peace. <laughs>